0: Hi, I'm Neil Erwitz. I'm the Director of External Relations here at the Center for a New American Security. We're here today to discuss CNAS's new drone database compiled in conjunction with the Center for the Study of the Drone at Bard College. The database is available at drones.cnas.org. To tell us more about the project, we're here with Ben Fitzgerald and Paul Shari of CNAS and Dan Gettinger of the Center for the Study of the Drone at Bard. Um, So tell us a little bit about the new drone database, what can you do with it?
1: Well, I I think that the the purpose of of the drone database was to help make um clear one of the core points for our, our drone proliferation project. That is that there are many drones in the world and many more than most policymakers are aware of. So it's it's all well and good for us to write on 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 a piece of paper that ninety countries have drones. Uh, this database shows which countries have which drones and how are they um, not how they're using them, but what are their what are their specifications, what are their features, who makes them, those kind of things.
0: Then how is this database and the knowledge that you're talking about useful for policymakers.
2: So one of the things that's beneficial is policymakers can start to see um, what countries are actually building on their own and start to get away from some of the cartoon depictions of drones and really get an understanding of what's actually being built by countries like Malaysia and Slovenia and Argentina around the world. And you see that a lot of countries are building drones and you get a handle on what their capabilities are and what they can start to do with them.
3: Yeah, I think a lot of times there's a perception of the drone as an armed military drone, but when you look through the database, you can really see that a lot of these drones are small tactical reconnaissance and surveillance drones. And what you can come away with is that countries are going to develop drones within their capabilities and for their own strengths. The database helps move away from this conception of uh, all drones have to be, you know, Predator or Reaper armed military drones, and to a broader sense of well, what are drones in the world today among all these countries?
1: And that's a really great point. One of the things that we've seen in other parts about drone proliferation project. Um, like when we did our game of drones for which there's a a, a, a section on the the same website is that um, a number of the challenges that we're going to see for policymakers are going to be people using drones that they've developed themselves for different purposes so you may have your own drone that you've developed in your nation what happens if you fly that into another nation what happens if someone else shoots that drone down and you may have thought that you were using it for innocuous purposes they may not so all of this uncertainty that we've sort of explored through the drone project is really driven or or the risks of that may, may become real through this um, uh, creation of many, many more drones, ostensibly for, 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 for reasonably simple purposes. So let's zoom out a
0: little bit. What major issues do policymakers, and uh, in particular the new Trump administration, have to face when it comes to drones?
2: So I think a major question the U.S. government's been wrestling with the last couple years is how to um, address exports of drones abroad. Uh, so far, the U.S. has been very restrictive, and I think in part driven by this perception that somehow drones are this special technology that only the United States has. Um, and that's just absolutely not true. You can see in the database that many countries around the world are building drones of various sizes and capabilities. If you're talking about, say, a, a stealth combat aircraft, yeah, there are only a handful of countries in the world that can can do that, but the basic technology to build simple reconnaissance drones or even put weapons on them, that's proliferating pretty rapidly. And so that's a a challenge United States is going to have to deal with it. Um, We're not going to be able to keep this this technology bottled up. It's already spreading, and so the U.S. really has to figure out how does it position itself to remain competitive in this
1: very rapidly moving global marketplace. To pick up on Paul's last points. If the United States wants to remain competitive, we have to compete. Um, it's hard for us to compete if we're not allowed to export our drones to other nations. And, and certainly I've, I've um, come across that in speaking to executives at, at, at companies that make military-related drones. That They are concerned that they're going to fall behind. Not that they don't have the best engineers, but just that they don't have the opportunity to, to upgrade and, and to see what else is, uh, else is out there and to keep, compete in an open and global marketplace.
3: Yeah, and I think, um, you know, we're seeing drones so much more in the news uh, today, not just American drones, but, you know, drones made and used by other countries. Um, So the new administration will really have to uh, understand, and the public at large will have to understand, that um, we're not just talking about drone strikes, we're talking about all types of drones, and the drone database will be able to help the public at large, be able to see when some of these events happen, like an Armenian drone gets shot down on the border with Azerbaijan, they'll be able to tell which drone that could have been um, and what that might mean for those countries.
1: So, Dan, I, I need to ask you a question. As, as, as the guy who was really putting a lot of this together, what for you was the most... Um, Sort of like curious country or curious drone. Where it's like, oh, I didn't realize that those guys were building that thing as you're putting this together.
3: Yeah, I think um, it's really interesting to see some of the countries and companies in other in other countries, uh, like in uh, Belarus, this com- country that I was talking about earlier in Sky. You know, they have a rotary unmanned helicopter, and so that that type of drone is pretty interesting that they're that they're building. There's not many types of rotary unmanned helicopters out there, and then some of these drones have really interesting origin stories, uh, like a Slovenian drone uh, made by this company called Sea Astral. Um, That drone was actually, that company was actually founded by an artist who created the drone for his art exhibit in the early 2000s and went on to build his own company based off of that that project. Um, So it's really interesting to see all these uh, origin stories and all these drones from other countries. Absolutely.
1: that's
0: incredibly interesting, and thank you, uh, Paul, uh, Ben, and Dan, for joining us. Uh, The database, uh, along with the entire World of Proliferated Drones project and pretty much everything you could want to know about drones, is available at drones.cnas.org.